Welcome to episode 32 of Running Matters. My name is Matt North. I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Hadfield. How you going, mate? Good, Woofy. How are you, mate? Very well. Good. And our special guest today is Scotty Richmond. Thanks for giving up your time today, Scotty. Boys, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's an honour to be here. I'm looking forward to sharing our your story with the listeners. It should be should be entertaining. Well, share share our story. Yeah, we, we need to share your story one day. We'll yeah. get you on as an interviewee. Happy. Do we talk about <laughs> Princess Mary? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Before we get into it, we should thank our partners, Filter Brewing, Goo Energy, Gaimi Allied Health. Fractal Running Caps and Swimguard Pool Fence Certification. Mm. And big thanks to Jimmy Carroll for doing the editing behind the scenes. You're doing a great job, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. And we're going to talk about two events, Surf Coast Century, but we're going to, we've are going we got our guest here today, Scotty, who got third in the event. So I've got lots of questions about the event, so we're going to get into specifics of that. But we've got a code for our listeners, so if they do want to enter, uh, they can use the code Running Matters. SCC2019, and that gives them a 10% discount on the entry fee. It's going to save you 35 bucks. So um, so that's good. This is coming up Saturday, 21st of September. So good race. We're going to talk about that in detail with you soon, Scotty. Cool. And the Royal Double Ultra is filling up less than 10 spots left for each day. So uh, that's going good. Um, heaps going on. Coffee vans, gels, fruit, lollies, massage. Free massage. Good vibe. Worth, worth the entry just for that. Yep. After party at what's the, it called? the Grazing Point the Cafe gra- in Grays Point. Yep. Saturday. Yep. Three, Saturday three after PM. party. Yep. Before the Sunday 50K. Correct. Pizza. Carb like loading. Thank you. Yep. Cheap what, beers. Yeah. What day are you doing, Scott? Saturday. You're just doing a Saturday. Yeah. So you can let your hair down at the after party. I'll go crazy. Yeah. 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 Good. I look forward to going nuts. I'll keep you to that. <laughs> plenty of filters all around. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Okay, so if anyone is interested, you can come and do a few laps if you don't want to do the whole 50. So get in touch with us. That'll be good to hear from you so we can fill it up for our charity. Your stance has softened on the uh, on the laps, Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to fill it. You know? You're, you're just looking to be inclusive. Of, yeah, it's, it's not your style, mate. It's become inclusive. <laughs> or desperate. <laughs> cool. It'll be good to see some people doing some laps and then cheering on... You know, the front runners like Scotty at the end. Absolutely. You could have a crowd there. I was yep. just going to take it easy. Mate, hey, there is okay. some big money on you. Big money. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Better take that off. I'm going to back against myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bet against yourself. A lay bet. That's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> and uh, who, who just dropped in before? Yeah, Steve Redfern. Steve Redfern just dropped in, just missed him 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and he's doing Saturday as well. Sign up for the Saturday. Oh, so big money's just just changed. <laughs> oh, mate. To Steve Redfern. It's going to be a ding-dong battle at the yeah. front. <laughs> Should be good. Mm. Steph Austin, she signed up? Um, she's only just flown home from Portugal. Portugal. So, um, still a few weeks to recover. Should yeah, be okay. She'll yeah. be fine. I think she'll be fine, and hopefully yeah. um, signs up. What about Brendan Davies? No, he's going to be in... Chamonix. Chamonix. Ah, of course. Yeah. So, uh, racing the over The mongrel. I yep. wish I was in Chamonix. Yeah. What a great place. No, I'd rather be in the Royal National Park. For the, yeah. Well, yeah, I have to say that too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. So, I want to take this opportunity, Scotty, to thank you for our do- doing our new design for our Running Matters logo. You're very welcome, mate. I'm glad you guys like it. 
Good job, mate. I like that you've done the elevation profile through the middle of it. Yes. And um, you've chosen Coastal Classic as the elevation profile. I have, mate. Yep. I've taken um, Creative Liberties to to lower a few points because um, I know Hattie doesn't like the, the big climb, so I took them out for him. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd, I'd taken uh, liberty to just re- reduce a few of those, mate, just so that the, the word running yep. is a bit more legible. It mm. looks more inviting, the profile now. It does, yeah. yeah, yeah I do like that the race. rolling hills now, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> I reckon I'd still go out too hard. Yeah. You're the only one that doesn't like that profile. <laughs> you're in, you're, you haven't had a good time at that race, have you? No, no, no. Three from three, just a complete balls up. Mm. It's not the profile's fault, in all honesty. It's no. just purely on my shoulders. Yeah. So. Could be sprinting the first 5Ks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll learn one day. This is the year, Addy. This is not the year because we're going down the Surf Coast Century <laughs> instead. Oh, they, oh, yeah. At the same time, yeah. Oh, roughly the same time, September. Mm. I can run run the first five k's hard of that instead. Yeah, blow. Okay. Yeah. Are you doing Castle Classics? Are you? Uh, I didn't get an entry, but I put myself on the wait list. Okay. Yeah. So fingers crossed, I'll, I'll get one. Have you done it before? I've done it twice. Yeah. Okay. How how recent? Um. Maybe three years ago. Yep. Yep. What was your time three years ago? Uh, I think it was um, two fifty-five from memory. Okay. So I think since then they put in some moving walkways, so you'd go a fair bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. It's I've run going through the airport. Now. I've run. A, yeah. <laughs> I've run a lot of the sections of that course. Yep. Um, since those walkways have gone in. Yeah. It's um, it nice, is super though. fast. Yeah. Look, it's uh, you 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 lose the um, you know the trail under your feet, mm. which is kind of, uh, it goes against being a trail runner, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. You don't lose a view, which is good. Yeah, you get more view, I reckon, because you can get your head yeah, up and look yeah, around. Yeah, elevated, yeah. A few more um, whales. But, yeah, it's fast. Yeah. I've no doubt that um, the last couple of years have been pretty fast times. I haven't looked at them, but... You would take a big den off that time, I reckon. Yeah, I so well. Yeah. I've gone into it. doing about two hours flat, I think, last year, so... Wow. Yeah, that? yeah wow. pretty close, too. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Super quick. Anyway, should we start asking some questions? You, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. You go. So uh, what has been your 2019 highlight so far? Sixth place in the UTA 100 or fourth place at the most recent Nork Handicap Classic? Oh, geez, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough to decide between the two. That's why we asked the hard questions yeah, first. Yeah, you bet. Um, but I have to say UTA. Yeah. <laughs> Just by a whisker. Get yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Yeah. It's good to see you at the Nork Handicap, though. No, mate, it was, uh, yeah. it was an honour to be along to that one as well. Good. I've heard a lot about the Nork uh, running group over the years, so uh, it's nice to, to get along and meet a few of the other fellas. It didn't look like you were sandbagging. You looked like you were trying pretty hard at the end, too, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, More in the tank there, you think? Or? <laughs> it wasn't much. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't think I could have pushed much harder. The sausage sandwich that I had at uh, a kid's birthday party during the day was... Uh, <laughs> It was definitely uh, getting close to the surface there. It'll yeah, it teach you to be at the top of the food chain, mate. <laughs> oh, come on. We'll, talk, we'll get to that later. I couldn't run you down, though, Hattie. I did have you in my sausage. That's because instead of having the sausage sandwich, I had two beers for lunch. <laughs> it was perfect I don't know nutrition. What's worse. Good balance. It was horrendous. Anyway, so I, I, I do know that you've come from an AFL background into this running caper. Can you tell us how um, AFL you were? Like, how, how into it were you? Uh, I was pretty serious. Yep. Um, in fact, as a 16-year-old, um, 
I still thought I was a chance of making the AFL. Yeah. Pretty okay. naive, to be honest. Um, In hindsight, and, naive, yeah. Yeah, massively. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I still played at the highest level in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, played first grade footy for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't until I was about eighteen, and I thought, "Holy oh, shit, I'm not going to make the AFL." So I really need to think about a career. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, so you had all your eggs in that basket <laughs> at that point. <laughs> they were all in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, in all honesty, it was just naivety. Um, but I, ne- I never wanted to let go of that dream. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I had to face the, the brutal truth eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved on and, and got a, a real job and, yeah. and just played footy for the St. George Dragons first grade. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, until yeah. what point? How old were you when you... Um, I, think I, I think I retired about 32. Okay. Um, came out of retirement last year and played uh, a game of Masters footy. One game? If you can call it a game, uh, I lasted 12 minutes and then tore my hamstring. <laughs> so predictable. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. the body, uh, you know, for... Years and years of, of yeah. running, yeah. Um, the muscles have shortened and, and sprinting me. just... <laughs> Perhaps the massive specky that you were taking at the time was a bridge too far? Oh, or? it was pretty big. <laughs> I've got to be honest. <laughs> I've never been known for my big speckies, but I, I tried one on that day and, and got up pretty high. Bit so. of Isaac Heaney in you, I reckon. <laughs> and so yeah, I don't think I've ever got off the ground. No, nah, okay. Nah, right. I'm a ground dweller. Ground dweller. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, was, that was you, you are a ball follower? Yeah, 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 in and under. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, not highly skilled, just um, fit as just fit and fit and not afraid to chuck myself under the pack and get yeah, the ball okay. out for get your head down the other blokes. Yeah, indeed. And get your head bashed in. Any involvement with uh, the the Swanee sort of stuff back in the day? Um, played a couple of. It's all the the whole format has changed mm. since I played um, sort of juniors and into senior footy. Um, but I played rep footy as a as a junior and then under sixteens sort of trained on with the. Under 18's Rams squad, mm-hmm. which is the the um, it was the TAC Cup back then. But that's sort of the feeder competition into the AFL, oh. the highest level of under 18's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get a game in that mm-hmm. under 18's um, Rams team, but I, I trained with the squad for a few few years um, with the likes of Nick Davis, yeah, right. um, Lenny Hayes. Um, there's a few other guys there that that went on to play AFL, mm. um, but they were always a huge cut above. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mark McVeigh uh, was one of them as well. But, yeah. Um, I reckon guns. you're a fair bit fitter than Nick Davis is right now, though. I reckon Nick Davis is fitter now than what he was when he played yeah, AFL. this is why I said yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he runs um, for the Sydney Swans still. Yeah, right. Um, and he's dropped a, a heap of weight. Has he? Yeah. Since stopping playing. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, and, and uh, I mean, you're not a Swan supporter, though, are you? You're a West I'm Coast not man. a Swan supporter. So no, a bit I'm, of a tough I'm, week for you. Mate, I was at the game. Yeah. Um, it was a brutal game to watch yeah. as an Eagles fan. 45 points yeah. to the Swannies but in current state. The less spoken about that, the better. Okay. Hattie, so we'll leave it. Next leave question. It. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm happy to move on. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I can't believe we're talking about AFL. Pretty sure it's a running podcast. Yeah, it's the origin story. Yeah, I know, but you've taken it too far. We've run with it too much. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm cactus with it. Good, good. What do you got? We've got to move on. Surf Coast Century last year, Scotty. Yep. You finished third in nine hours and two minutes. Are yep. you still disappointed that you went two minutes over nine hours? Like, you wish you just at 8.59? Um, look, it was my first crack at the race. Um, it, would, it would have been great to, to go under nine, but um, I pushed pretty hard to get that time, so I'm pretty happy with where it got me mm, in the field um, and, you know, 
anywhere around nine hours was what I was hoping for. So that was the initial goal, nine hours. Or? Yeah, but I really didn't have a benchmark to go off other than mm. just a few times from other people that I knew had done the race. Yeah, um, yeah I'd do a few things differently um, in the race if I was to go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd hope to knock off. A, a fair bit of time from, yeah, from yeah. last year's, I'd, I'd say. <clears throat> so with that time, that's an average pace of 5.25 for mm-hmm. 100K, so that's that's pretty quick, mate. Yeah. It's moving for 100K. It's a fairly flat course. Yeah, so let's talk about it. The first leg's 21Ks, and it's the first leg's pan- pancake flat, and the elevation's only 105 metres. Yep. Second leg's 28Ks, and the elevation's 520, so it's a bit of elevation the second one. The third one is 28Ks, and it's 760 elevation. So it's got the most elevation in the third leg. Yep. And the fourth one is 23Ks, and the elevation is 426. So that's the second easiest one. Uh, so the overall elevation for the course is 1,800 metres. Yep. Um, so what was your race strategy? Like, did you did you try to sit on an average pace, even though the, the first leg's pretty flat? Did you go faster in the first leg? Did you try to sit on an average pace? Were you looking at heart rate? Uh, were you just using perceived effort? What was your guide? What was your, what was your race strategy? Yeah, so I <clears throat> never go off heart rate. I don't wear a heart rate monitor. So I don't go off that. Um, average pace, I'm always looking at my watch to, to be conscious of what I'm running at. Um, but perceived effort is essentially how I ran that, that whole race last year. And knowing that that first, I think it's 21Ks, that first leg, it was pretty flat um, and pretty compact sand. Um, I knew it was going to be pretty pretty fast. So I was conscious of not going out too fast. Hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have a number like, in terms of perceived effort, do you have like a six out of ten goal that you aim for in that sort of situation? Or oh, I'm not a numbers man, Hattie. No, just go by feel. Just go. I'm honest. okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. If I'm sweating too much, yeah. then I'm probably running a bit too hard, and the heart rate's up a bit too much. Okay. Okay. Um, so sweats a god. Yeah. And and puffing. just and puffing. Yeah. yeah. Just breathing heavy. If I'm breathing heavy on, you know, flat. Um, sections of the course and yeah. I'm probably pushing myself a bit too hard what about yeah. pace do you look down and go well I'm running four minute k's it's probably a bit quick for absolutely a... yeah, yeah so running go... four minute k's at the start of 100k is not smart yeah so do you look <laughs> and go <laughs> right yeah, keep that in mind Hattie. <laughs> yeah so do you uh, look and go so do you use time as a guide as well as yeah. perceived effort yeah definitely so do you go alright I don't want to be running any quicker than five minute k pace no, no, you'd be sitting under five minute Ks on that section because it's super flat and it's yeah. super runnable yeah. and very, very quick. Yeah. So you may as well make the most of it. Yeah. But if you're starting to get around, you know, four twenty, four fifteen, then you're probably a bit going a bit too fast. A bit too fast. Yeah. Good. Uh, you but each of their own. Mining, mining for some serious information. Hundred percent mining. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hundred percent mining. Good. Can I call you Brendan? It's your special. <laughs> yeah. Brendan Davis. <laughs> Can I call you the miner? Prick your brain. Yeah. Or the mole. I'll get inside. Yeah. I'll get inside. Uh, um, okay. So I want to talk about nutrition in a minute for the race. Yep. And coke but, specifically. Yeah. Talk about coke and at what stage you, you took coke. <laughs> um, this, this is more Brendan Davis yes. related. But um, what I did want to ask you, I've forgotten. You disrupted me. So, <laughs> you Refer to your notes. Surco century stuff. <laughs> how how hard was the hard sand that they talk about? Like, was it good to run on? 
Yeah, fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Just like running on um, Path. sort of groomed trails. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, did you get did you get wet much at the start? Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You'll get wet from because of the section of the sand that you run on. You know, the tide's been up there, so yeah. you're going to get wet not from the waves, but just from the, just the moisture and the yeah. water in the in the sand. Yeah. But you go around a bunch of headlands. Yeah. Um, and some of them are actually really technical mm. rock rocky sections hopping, and some of the rocks are covered in moss, so they're okay. actually pretty dangerous if you're trying to hit it at any kind of pace, mm. and they're bloody sharp okay. so you do not want to fall on them no falls for you, you no falls for me got through it all no way. I saw a couple of people take some some near yeah near falls skating okay um, yeah um, but there's there's one particular um, headland that you go around and you are definitely going to get wet hmm. it's just a, a matter of how far the water comes up so I was lucky enough to be behind someone at that section when I came around that headland and someone in front of me he was a tall fella probably mm. just the height of yourself had he mm. and he literally just took the wrong line and mm. he was almost up to it was past his belly button really um and then I waited for the water just to to go out a bit yeah. and picked a better line and it was only sort of just above my waist okay. which is still enough, still pretty deep yeah. yeah would you recommend to change your clothes after the first checkpoint no not well I personally no just run with it. I mean you sort of get wet in races like six foot and you just push on and deal with it. But the day I did it last year, it was raining on and off all day. So it didn't really matter. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to get wet. Mm. I like mm. that. Mm. That's way harder. You're just running through. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. about the chafe, the salt water chafe. Yeah. But you, yeah, you've got to think of how much time it's going to take to change your clothes as mm. well. Mm. Um, what about the fourth leg? Are you getting wet coming back on the fourth leg? Um, no. Okay. But you're so by the time I came through on the fourth leg, I was running in soft sand, okay. which I didn't expect. Really? And it killed me That'd be hard. physically and mentally. Yeah. And it hailed on me at the time. Fitting, yeah. Yeah, so the rain was just, uh, the weather was ridiculous okay. last year. It was cold um, and it rained on and off all day and it hailed wow. in that last section. So I was about 90Ks in, yeah. running along this beach in the soft sand, pretty cooked. Mm. And then the hail started falling on my head. And I was like, shit. Well, I think it's pretty brutal. Two extra minutes for the hail, right? Yeah. That's an 8.59. Yeah. I hoping to keep it all positive, but this is a real. So so you would probably bring a hard hat down if you were going to race this time? The, yeah. fract- the fractal make a hard hat? It's pretty hard. Is it? Deflect a bit of uh, hail? We can work. We can. Matt's, Matt's listening. We can, we, we can work on that. Yeah, all right. A special hard hat edition for hail. That's good. It's good to have a hat guy. It is. It is. Yeah. So my memory's worked again. So what would you do differently? You mentioned that if you went back. Hard hat, clearly. Hard hat. Hard hat's one of them, 100%. <laughs> I picked that up at checkpoint three or whatever it is before the last leg. Um, no, I would, the, the first 21Ks, I did not drink enough water. I was just hammering moving along. Moving too fast. Moving too fast, just sticking to the tailwind. And then the next leg, um, yeah, again, didn't drink enough water and then got to 49Ks halfway through and I was really dehydrated, mm. which is which is quite unusual for a day that was quite cold and wet. Yeah, you did. Um, but, yeah. You're not feeling the need to drink water because it's cold and wet. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So I just needed to take on a bit more water. As well as, so you, you're sort of chipping away, drinking your tailwind mm-hmm. as you go, but yeah. you're also you're sort of saying when you come into the aid stations, drink some water as well. I always carry water with me as well. Yeah, straight water. 
Yep. Yep. Um, I find that if I just sit on tailwind all day, it gets too sweet. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah, I just didn't sip on enough water. Mm. Um, and so I just felt dehydrated. Yep. And then leaving checkpoint, um, well, 49 Ks, whatever checkpoint that is, um, going into that next leg, there's some pretty pinchy hills. Yeah. Um, and I hit those with pretty low energy levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they cooked me. I was end up walking up a couple, which was not in the not in the plan. Mm-hmm. Probably cost myself a bit of time. Um, and in that section too, if it's raining down there, that's that third leg is like it's clay. It's red clay, oh, soggy, and it is. It's not only soggy, but it builds up on the bottom of your shoes, and then it's just like you're wearing ice skates, mm-hmm. and it is brutal. Mm-hmm. So that's that was really tough ice section. Background will come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Do some pirouettes. Yeah. The triple triple skating skating in your time, Matty. Yeah. <laughs> lucky. Lucky I've been practicing. <laughs> Canterbury Ice Rig. Good ice skating figure, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about nutrition during the race. Yep. So, gels. You're having gels. You've mm-hmm. got tailwind and solids. Are you eating any solids or what's, what's the go? Um... No, in general, and this is across all races, um, I might have a banana or a bit of watermelon. That's as solid as things get yep. for me. Yep. Um, gels, uh, tailwind, uh, staples throughout the day, water, and then uh, I like a chocolate-coated coffee bean from time to time. Nice. Oh, right. Mix it up. And I like a chocolate-coated uh, ginger piece as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Where are you getting that gear? Um, the health food store in Cronulla. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. They don't have the ginger anymore, though. They run out recently. Yeah. Or they, I recently went to get some and they didn't have it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, that's the hard one to find, the, the, the chocolate-coated ginger. Yeah, that's the hard one. Maybe trip up to Butterroom in Queensland. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, that's, that's what you need. That's the, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like the chocolate-coated coffee bean, though. That's, yeah. That's great. That helps break things up a bit. Give dual, dual purpose, I guess. Bit of caffeine. Yeah, and that's yeah. right. Chocolate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Can I just go back to your dehydration business? Mm. We, we in, interviewed Michelle Bruce last week who was talking about, uh, you know, checking your urine colour to know if you're dehydrated or not. Do you happen to check it out while you were good dehydrated? Or? Mate, um, there's very few times that I've needed to go, have a bathroom break during any of these races. Is that right? Yeah, during any of my races in general. So I reckon you could Maybe that's a fair indication then. that I'm dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no wee, not enough. No. Far out. Yeah. That's got to save it's costly time. for time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how you do it. Just do it while you're running. I have, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. If it's been raining, I feel like no one's going to know about it, yeah. It's an it's art, though. Feel, yeah, yeah, wow. You'd have to relax yourself a fair bit while you're running. Yeah, it's like that meditation. Would be an art. Yeah. Get on it, though. There we go. <laughs> Got lots of good advice. No way to shave off time. Yeah, lots of good advice. Every every minute I can get. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't you notice him doing that in the Norg handicap? Oh wow! It's like the. No, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't catch him. No, no, no. no. That was in the not in the short races. That that was before we started. (laughs) So, how often are you having gels during the race? Do you have a schedule? No, no. Gels are when I feel like it. Yeah. Tailwind is more of a schedule. Yeah. So 500 mil bottle on the hour. Yeah. 200 grams of carbohydrate. No, what are they called? 200 calories per hour. Is that what yeah, it's called? about 250. 250. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't count my calories. Mm-hmm. Um, if the energy level's feeling like they're dipping a little bit, mm. I'll have a goo chew yep. um, or a gel. And it just depends how I'm feeling at the time. 
and yep. that'll dictate what I have. Okay. Literally. But also, um, course profile, if I know there's a, a decent climb coming up, I'll try and have a bit more, um, mm, bit more nutrition. Before. So, yep. yeah, that's when the gels come into play as well. Yeah, for nice. sure. I like the two feel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting on the gear? You're doing any no-dos or anything to... On the gear? Yeah. On the gear. Any, any top-ups? No. no. Just the beans. Just the coffee Just beans. Coffee beans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the caffeine version of the Tailwind too, sort of later in the races. Yeah, you schedule that later, specifically. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same with your gels too? Do you try to have... I don't have any caffeine gels. Okay. No, I don't. I don't like the taste of any of the caffeine gels, okay. to be honest. Mm. But the caffeine um, chews are yeah. good too. Okay. Yep. So you're getting a little stream of caffeine in through the day? Yeah, a little bit. definitely, but in the latter half of the race. It's more specifically. Yep. Yeah, okay. for sure. That's good. You mind You mind enough? You... I think there's enough. There's enough to uh, yeah. Yeah, mold, mold right in there. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> if anything comes to you later on, I can give you some more advice offline. Yeah. So we'll be talking. We've probably got a couple of listeners who are using our code for Surf Coast Century. Yep. Um, so not specifically for me, but uh, should you do some hill work beforehand? It's a pretty flat course, but yeah, don't end up, don't underestimate the hills. Okay. Um, if you just train for flats, you'll get found You'll out be in trouble. massively. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but do some sand running. Yeah. Like you will hit soft sand eventually at some yeah. stage. Um, that whole stuff. first leg is going to be hard sand, but mm. it's nice to get used to running on hard sand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd yeah I'd be doing a bit of soft sand, but I wouldn't focus too much on it. Yeah. We haven't done any sand running. Have you? I need to do some. No, but I, yeah, I plan to. Yeah, definitely. We, sure li- we live near Cronulla. Let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I promise. I need to do something. If you run around the headland to, to Kernel. Yeah, Boat Harbour. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. you know, that rocky stuff out there is, is good. Yeah. Pretty similar yeah. sort of terrain. Yeah. All right. Good. So what about uh, your long runs leading up to it? Mm-hmm. So if you think about your weekly program, I don't know how much it changed when you started training for UTA as opposed to Surf Coast. You've had a good result in both races. Were you aiming for first of all? Who's your, who's who's your coach? You got a coach? Uh, I have been coached in the past by Scotty Hawker. Yep, absolute legend, friend of the show. Me, yeah, taught mm-hmm. me a, a lot about running and a lot about how to prepare myself for races and and race specific training. Um, and I have taken all those learnings and just been writing my own program for the last sort of well, just this year actually. He coached me into. Um, Surf Coast last year. Surf Coast last year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. And so obviously you've got a pretty fair idea what you're doing as a runner, yep. like a fair bit of experience there. What, what do you think the coaching adds to you? You know, like what do you get out of that? Uh, takes the pressure off having to think about yep. Yep. <laughs> what, how far to run and, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, what your weekly load should be and, and yeah. what to do on each day. Um, it keeps you honest. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if if you if you set a program, you know Tuesdays X, Wednesdays X, keeps you honest. And you're so, pretty good at that. Like you'd follow the program. Pretty yeah. Good. Look, if I'm going to be coached, I'm going to do it properly. Yeah. Um. So whatever session is set, I'll go and do it. Hundred percent. And I, and I guess it would stop you wasting your time as well. There'd be a lot of people doing sessions that maybe they don't need to be doing or yeah. they shouldn't be doing. You know. Mm, absolutely. So the biggest thing, one of the biggest things for me uh, when I. Um, got on board with Scotty was recovery runs mm. and and easy runs. I never ever used to do them. 
I used to, when I trained, I trained hard. Train, train hard. Yeah. yeah. And just getting um, the program from Scotty, yeah. I would I would be forced to run at a slower pace. Mm. But the the difference that made in my running was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done a lot of reading since and I understand now why. Good reasons. Yeah. 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 So... And so did you trust in that process initially or did you go, ah, come on, mate, I've got to run fast all the time? Would <laughs> you sort of do what he told you? No, when someone like Scotty Hawker's telling you to do specific things, you listen because yep. he's got proven results to yeah. to back it up. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, I did everything he, he told me to do. Mm. So what sort of Ks are you – you, did you have a sort of rough weekly mileage that you're working at and, and what, how long were your long runs? I've never been a high-volume um, runner. And Scotty and I had that discussion very early on when I when I got on board with him, um, due to family commitments and you know previous injuries, I've never been able to run huge mileage. Um, so, I think my biggest week ever has probably been about 115 k's around yeah. that. Yep. Hmm. Um, but I don't do too many of those, so they might be my you know I might do 110 or. 105 and then 115 or something. That would be my two biggest weeks sort of back-to-back hmm. before maybe a three-week sort of or two-week sort of taper out of that and, you know, freshen up week. into a race week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you try to hit that late in the in the program? Yep. Yep. In yep. a long run, what's a, what's a long run for 100K? What's a month before? Uh, 50. Yep. Yeah, I did 50K um, leading into UTA this year, 50Ks leading into Surf Coast last year. Yeah. Seems to be the number. Yep. I reckon. Mm. Any more, it sort of takes too long to recover. Absolutely, yep. And would you do a couple of weeks of 50Ks or would you build a 50 and then... You probably build to 50 and then do, yeah, probably a couple of weeks yep. for Surf Coast because you're doing flatter stuff. So you, you know, you can be out there for longer and you get the Ks easier. It's yep. done quicker. Yep. Yeah. I always run off time. I don't usually run off for distance, so I train for... You know, five hours. If that gets me fifty k, is cool. Yeah, right. But if I'm training for UTA and I'm running five hours mm. up in the mountains, I'm probably not going to be covering fifty k. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's so, right. yeah, um, yeah. So distance is never really what I train for. It's a long time. Yeah. So no distance, no heart rate, no calories. Just not a numbers guy at all. Nope. It's amazing. <laughs> We've got nothing in common. <laughs> Would anyone like a, another beer while... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to save the gain or... No, I'll, I'll mix it up. Can you try the IPA? Please. The IPA is a What do you think of the red? Mm-mm. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that was mid-mouthful. What can you say do? green as well? Yeah, I'll go green. Oh. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I was going to go black, but... Yeah. Once you go black... Yeah. What is the black? You can't wow. the green. I reckon I'll be. I reckon I'll be hitting one of those later. Yeah, stout's a winner. Yeah, big fan of the stout. Scotty, you're talking about injuries. Yep. What have you What have you had along the way? Have you You've been sort of plagued by them. You don't look like you've been too no. inconsistent. No. Um, as a runner, my biggest injury um, was some torn ligaments in my ankle. Yep. Which I did on the good old honeymoon stairs. Really. Yeah. Um, that was. Oh, when was that? 2015, maybe? Okay. Um, about seven weeks out from UTA. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. So that put me out of training for four weeks. Yep. Yep. Proper, proper ankle sprain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It was a pretty decent one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did enough training in the in the three weeks prior, had a quarter zone injection and did the race. Okay. 
but the problem is I, I went back and played footy after that. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and just the scar tissue just continued to build and build on top of that. Yep. And then I had surgery at the end of the footy season. Clean it up. Yeah. Yep. Arthroscope cleaned it up. Took out one of the floating bones at the back there. Okay. Um, and it's a constant management issue now mm-hmm. for that ankle. I'll never get range of movement back in that ankle. Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, constantly looking after it. Self-massage. Yeah. Physio. Okay. And does that play up in other ways as far as higher up the, the chain? You Absolutely. get knee-hip back stuff? Um, probably not that high. I get a lot of calf um, issues in that left ankle yep. or the left leg. Yep. Um, I do have a bit of back pain, but I, I don't know if it's related to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Mate, you should come in and go on Rallied Health, you know, friend of the show. Yeah, I've heard they're pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of... Uh, a lot of friends that go there, so maybe it's time for me to. I'm sure they can tell you. Make an appointment. You're looking for some uh, some athletes to sponsor, I think. So yeah, I'd go down there. Very good. <laughs> That's funny. So the the first time I actually met you, Scotty, was um, on Narrowneck during what was in the North Face Hundred, where you went on to run 13:30 ish. And I went on to finish in a shivering mess at Katoomba Aquatic <laughs> Centre. Um, could you tell at the time that I was running well outside my comfort zone and clearly doomed to a catastrophic DNF? And if so, why didn't you let me know at the time? Mate, to be honest, I do remember seeing you that year. And I thought, geez, I'm going all right. I'm in the same sort of uh, time zone as, as Hattie. Oh, right. So I thought yeah. I was I was punching above my weight then. You thought you were going to? No, uh, possibly. Wow. That was that was the uh, the veneer that I'd obviously been putting out at the time. <laughs> the shivering, like the was that was that mistaken for confidence? No, that wasn't too. It wasn't shivering then. Wasn't shivering no. then. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You were smiling at that stage, mate. So yeah, I thought, geez, yeah. that is on fire here. I found someone to talk to. I was pretty pumped. I <laughs> like, yeah, it took me uh, quite a long time to finish a hundred k after that. Far out. So I remember chatting to you at the time though, you were you were raising some money that particular year, the first time you'd done it. What what was the story there? So the first time I ever did UTA or it was the North Face. North Face, yeah. Um was two thousand and ten. Yeah. Um and I did it to raise money for motor neuron disease. Yep. So I had um I lost my cousin at nine he was nineteen years old. Mm. Uh, he was taken by motor neuron disease eight months after he was diagnosed. It's a, a brutal thing to, to watch mm. and to go through. Um, and I had a mate that did um, North Face in 2009, and I remember seeing it on Facebook and th- thinking, 100Ks, that is ridiculous. <laughs> How can you run 100Ks? Yep. And so the next year, I was actually with him on a Bucks weekend, mm. and I said, talk to me about this 100Ks. Um, I want to do something that's way out of my comfort zone yep. and use it to raise money for motor neuron disease. Mm. So we, we initially said, talk to me when you're not drunk. <laughs> and well, uh, that, You didn't go sign up that night. Not that night, no, no but close enough. That, yeah. that week we went for a 15K run together, mm. which was 5Ks more than I'd ever run. Fair yeah. Yep. And the, the Sunday after I did another 15Ks on my own and went home and signed up that night. And 11 weeks later I did the... You signed up 11 weeks to go? Yeah. Wow. So I did 100 k's 11 weeks later. Yeah. Um, body didn't like me. No. ITBs hated me. Okay. Um, but I got through the race, um, raised just under 11 grand for motor neuron disease. Fantastic. Um, so the whole thing worked, you know. I, I started telling people I was doing 100 k's 
um, to raise money for motor neuron disease. And mm. anyone that knew me just knew me as a footballer and said, there's no freaking way you can do 100Ks. <laughs> That's nuts. Here's some money. I'll support your cause. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I raised a lot of awareness, a lot of mm. money. And that was it. You know, I was very, very happy with um, what I'd achieved. Bloody and oath. I was happy to hang up the boots, yeah. the running boots, and, and sort of get back to playing footy. And it was um, a few months later that I got a brother that's two years older than me, that you know. Mm. Um, and he said, come on, mate, let's, um, let's do this 100K again yep. next year and yep. we'll raise money again for motor neurons. So we did it together the following year. And then, yeah, three years we raised money for motor neurons. Yeah, wow. We raised um, collectively just shy of 30 grand. Yep. Um, and then I stopped asking people to put their yeah. hand in their pocket for motor neuron um, but by that stage uh, I was running you know I was always running for the, in the memory of my, my cousin mm. Elliot who passed away um, but I got a little bit more competitive and, and sort of yeah. focus changed to that yeah um, it's hard, hard to ask for the charity for something you're doing yeah, competitively I guess absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah okay well, that's, that's where it was born amazing thing to raise such a lot of cash and awareness though yeah. do, do you think that that was part of the reason that you finished so strongly your first time after 11 weeks of training you know that that inspiration of i have absolutely no doubt yeah um i'm just gonna open another beer here that's what we, that's what we do um i have absolutely no doubt um yeah whenever i run um whenever things get tough out there which ultimately they do in mm. in ultra marathon events um Nothing that you do out there, it's its its a choice to be out there and yep. put yourself through that pain. Yeah. And that pain is never going to compare to someone that's suffering from MND. Mm. So it's just that that makes you put things into perspective and just push a little bit harder, yeah. dig a bit deeper. It's temporary. So you, know, you, you, so you have that idea in your mind regularly when you're out there doing it tough? Like, yeah. So know. I run with um, an MND band on and their, um, their motto is never give up. Yeah. So, yeah. It's but, perfect. Just push through, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, everyone signs up and pays their own hard-earned money to enter these things, and yeah, it's never that bad out there. No, no. oh mate, it does, yeah, it gets tough out there, but shit, mm. there's people in the world that are doing it a lot tougher than yeah. than running a marathon or ultra marathon. Or, it's good you know, perspective, anything. absolutely. Good perspective. Oh, and it's just a sport at the end of the day. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we yeah. choose to do it exactly. So, look, in the subsequent years after that first ultra trail on North Face, you've, you've basically gone 13 hours 30, 12 hours 30, 11 hours 30, and then three times in the mid-10-hour range. Um, did you ever think after that initial 100K that you could have shaved off that amount of time and done it so consistently? <laughs> like, Shit, no. No? No, mate, no, absolutely not. I, As I said, I, I started out running for completely different reasons, and I think that first year I did it, I set myself an 18-hour goal, Yep. finished in 15 and 19 or something like that in the mm. first year, yep. and I never in my wildest imaginations thought I could get anywhere near 10 hours, mm. let alone what it, you know, I've just done in this year's race and it's got me you know, top 10. Yeah. Absolutely no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never it's, thought it was in my capabilities. It's quite it, incredible. But to be so consistent, like to keep taking off that time... And to keep improving, you must be doing something right. You know, is it? What do you put that down to? Is it consistency? Is it the the coach? Is it what? Is, what? What is? What is it? 
if you had to pinpoint, is it nutrition as well? Is it a combination? Oh, it's definitely a combination. Yeah. <laughs> the, just on the nutrition thing, the first few years I did the race, the um, North Face, I was eating Vegemite sandwiches. Yeah. Um, you know, I had one bladder full of water and one bladder full of um, whatever the, the electrolyte was. Or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that yeah. that they, they had on course. Uh, Endura, I think it was. Um, a lot of solids, muesli bars and all sorts of stuff. And there's a lot of people still that do that, but that, mm. and that's mm. fine. But, um, yeah, so nutrition learnings over the years to, you know, what I'm very comfortable with now, which is the, the tailwind and, and the gels, um, that's just one part of it. Training is a massive part of it too. Mm. Um, in the first few years, I, I did 100Ks. Uh, I would not start training till sort of late January. Mm do a couple of months of hard training and yeah. um, or what I thought was hard training, but it was never specific and it was never, never did recovery runs. I never did speed sessions. Mm. Uh, I just went out and ran. Um, and Same so, pace all the time. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so the training side of things, um, when I got on board with Scotty, that's when my times really started to come down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very specific training. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as I say, he's taught, he taught me a shitload. Mm. Um, which so is good. What's a week, what's a session look, look like? What's a week look for you now? You know, what do your sessions look like? Can you walk us through a, an average week for you? Yep, so um, I usually run like a speed session on a Tuesday. Um, uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday's off usually. Thursday would be a hills or a stair session. Friday, generally, I go for a swim, a bit of cross training. So some laps in the pool. Um, Saturday or Sunday would be my long run, um, which obviously gets longer, you know, closer to the race. Um, a recovery run, if I've run a long run Saturday, I'll do a recovery run um, Sunday or Monday. How long is um, a recovery run? Usually only 45 minutes to an hour. Yep. Yep. And dead easy. Yeah. Nice and flat. Um, you know, nothing quicker than five minute Ks, just cruising. Yep. And so what about your speed session on Tuesday? What's that look like? Um, it's more the fartlek style or interval style. Um, so it might be, um, it might be a 60 minute or a 75 minute sort of session with, um, you know, two minute bursts or three minute bursts, four minute bursts. You know, sometimes it's, um, three minutes of fart, you know, three minutes at, um, a tempo effort and then two minutes at an up tempo, then a couple minute cruise. And you might do that, you know, five, six times. Mm. They always sort of change. So, but you're not doing three k's tempo, five k's tempo. Those long extended sessions. Definitely do them. Um, they're they're more race specific, so I definitely do them um, for a race like Surf Coast towards the end of yeah yeah okay because you're running at that mm. high intensity for longer. Yep. Whereas UTA, you're not you don't get the long sections of really fast stuff. There's no opportunity for yeah. them, of course. Yeah. 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 Do you do Good. do you do sessions on the track or where do you do sessions? No, just around the street. Yeah. Yeah. On the road. Yeah, just on the road around Bangor, and Yala Road. Try and pick the flatter roads, but it's often um, not bad to do your speed sessions on undulating terrain as well, hmm. because again, that's that's what we run on the trails. It's very rare that you get the flat stuff on trail runs. Yeah. So it's nice to do them on undulating. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Good. Mind enough there? Yeah, yeah. enough mining. Good. <laughs> Good. We'll talk more. We'll All talk right. more. 
So, like, you, you seem to have um, got through all your races with, you know, good efficiency, I suppose. Like, do you, do you think you, apart from the nutrition, do you think you made some rookie mistakes back in the day, you know, 15 hours, 13 hours? What, what do you think you did? Rookie mistakes? Um, I don't know, mate. Um, Doesn't sound like you had too much go wrong there. Like, you know, No, I've been fairly fortunate in... You know, you know, most of my races yeah. really just um, stayed on top of my game, nutrition-wise and, yeah. and pace-wise. Um, a lot of time at checkpoints early on. Yeah, I'd sit down and have a bowl of pasta. Yeah, um, okay. back in North Face One Hundred, you know, early couple of years. Mm. Um, but hey, that's what I thought I needed at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, to get me through. You mentioned earlier when we were talking about Surf Coast and did a cracking time of nine hours. And you think there's some time there, you can do things differently. What would you do differently next time? Um, <clears throat> probably not much different in the first 50Ks, apart from drink a bit more water. Um, check your urine a few times. Check your urine. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> important. Because <laughs> um, I think that set me up for a really tough um, sort of 20Ks or so after the the checkpoint at 49, um, I was in a bit of a bad headspace, you know, because the nutrition was, you know, the energy levels were low. I didn't get my nutrition right. I was dehydrated. Um, so it just had a bit of a flow-on effect until I finally got my nutrition back where it needed to be and I got the, the water intake back in. Um, and then I started to get on top of my game again and sort of ran pretty much in control for the rest of the race. Mm. So it all, it would, it literally would come down to, Take on more water. Yeah. Um, so you'd recommend taking water with tailwind at the same time? I always don't, do. don't just rely, rely on the tailwind. Personally, I always do. Yeah. Yep. I can't just drink tailwind all day because the sweetness does start to dehydrate you a little bit. Yep. Flavour fatigue, Wolfie. We heard about this last time. There you go. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> But, yeah, it's a trial and error thing for me, and it's a personal thing. I'd like to have water. Yeah. What else? What other learnings? Come on. You're better than that. What else have you got for us? Race from any specific race? What would you do differently next time to take off time? You said you would hydrate better. What else you got for us? Uh, There's not much room to move, man. He he ran 902. um, That's pretty freaking He told us that he would do things differently. I reckon I'd I reckon I'd gain twenty minutes out of doing that just that just differently. A, so you, that's the only that's thing you do call. differently. That's yep. it. Eight forty two. That's a pretty frigging good time. Was that a one? No. 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 The bloke that won in eight oh, eight oh five or something. Really outrageous. Hundred k. He's so trails. quick. First hundred k. Okay. First trail race. Do they test just him at the marathon end? fella? APO guy or? <laughs> Some they should have. Yeah. Far out, man. I don't know how you can get through that course that quick. Some freaks out there. Right? That is impressive. The bloke that came second did 8.35. Okay. Um, I can't remember what. He's done it maybe three or four times. Yep. He's a he's a mate of my brother's, actually. He lives over in Perth. Yep. Um, and he has shaved a hell of a lot of time off um, that race over the years as well. So okay. course knowledge is probably a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon there's 20 minutes just in course knowledge. Yep. So, plus your water 20 minutes, you're going to smash it next time. <laughs> Do you plan to go back? Uh, maybe one day. I absolutely love the, the event, the location. The, it was a brilliant race. 
Really, really was. But I was only saying to Hattie the other day that there's so many other races that I want to start doing. Um, so Great Ocean Walk is on the to-do list as well. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's only one race that I want to do all the time and every year, and it's the first thing on the list every year, and that's UTA. Yeah, Because okay. it's got so much significance to me. It's where I started. So much sentimental mm. meaning to me and my family. Um but yeah, everything else is, is sort of a bonus. Um, you know, I've got three young kids, so I try and fit in races where I can. Mm. Um, but yeah, that and for that reason, I don't want to just keep going back and doing the same races all the time, mm. apart from UTA. <laughs> yeah. Have you got your eyes on anything overseas? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mount Fuji. Yeah. UTMF. Yeah, looks I'd good. love to do one day. Yeah. Um, UTMB. I never, ever had the ambition to do that until mm. a couple of years ago I, the year that you ran it yep. Hattie I watched the live stream mm. and just totally bought into the hype of the whole thing yeah. um, and that's definitely on the to-do list yeah um, Chamonix there you go yeah that's where you want to be but just you know it depends when I can one get mm. a, an entry mm. in the lottery and two when I can fit that into the the family schedule yeah for sure for sure Will we see you at the Norgay Handicap, new month, new course? Oh, you bet. Yeah. yeah. Great call. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to make that a regular. Yeah. It's good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Till we know. Still recovering from the other day, but... <laughs> we all are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to the beers are helping. Yeah. yeah. Mate, I've, uh, I've seen you supporting your lovely wife, Kate, lovely wife, Kate, at a couple of races in the past. Mm. So how do you guys strike the balance between training and family? Do you... Uh, have have to pull rank in the lead up to a big race or you know, where's the balance there? Um, she sort of understands that UTA is my, my thing yep. every year. Yep. Um, and she actually had signed up to the 22 really? this year. Yep. Um, but she And she could have done it. She could have trained and at the same time we mm. could have done it. But she just didn't have um, – she's been out of trail running for the last couple of years because we've got um, you know, a one-year-old. Yep. Bub, um, so she hasn't really made her come back from that yet, mm. and she didn't feel that she wanted to to, to push it to yeah. get back into it for that race. Yep. Um, but when we have run, so we ran six foot together last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last year, maybe the year before actually. Sorry, yep. the year before. Two years ago, yeah. Yep. Um, and that was the the hardest to because we were both training for the same race. That yeah. was the hardest. We had so, two kids at that stage. So you're not training together, I'm assuming? You're... We did a few runs together. Yeah. Um, quite funny, and a lot of our friends that aren't runners just didn't understand it, but we would get our kids looked after on a Friday night. Get a babysitter. So that we could go to bed early on a Friday night, they'd have a sleepover, and we'd hike it up to the mountains on the Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. And that was our date night, you know, early night Friday and up early to go, <laughs> go to the full mountains to run on I, I'm yeah. not sure how that's weird at all. Yeah. No, well, that's yeah. the thing. You know, I'm <laughs> preaching to the converted here. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people listening to this would go, yeah, well, that's fine. But yeah. all my mates like, well, you guys are freaking weird. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. But that's no, how we made it work. Yeah, I get that. And it was cool. Like, a, it was just such an awesome period. To do it together, yeah. When we tra- were training together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool, really special. And she smashed it that year. That's good. That was her longest race. And I, I really look forward to seeing her get back into racing. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and smashing out some longer ones eventually. Mm. She yeah. enjoys it too. Like she's oh, she loves it. Gets into it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. She just hasn't found the love for it again since 
our youngest. Three kids. Will you go again? We had a fourth. Hell no. no. A fourth six foot track or a fourth <laughs> yeah, kid? What are you talking about? <laughs> nice. No, that's a separate question. Yeah. <laughs> Child. Probably no on both accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not, just, not a fourth six foot track. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to have four. No. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, can, we, can, we can make this a double question. Like, mm. you seem adamant that you're not going to have another child, but what are your plans? Would you go back to six foot again? <laughs> <laughs> Equally as important. You had a pretty tough year this year, didn't you? Yeah, I'd, I'd hate to finish on that, Yeah, um, to be honest, but I don't want to do six foot next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, for the same reasons I said before, I want to do some other races. Other races. And there's some other races in March um, that I wouldn't mind sort of looking into. What's that? Uh, Tassie Trail Fest. Yeah, I think yeah. it's end of February, maybe yeah. early March. Simone. Yeah. Simone, friend of the oh, show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She did that. She yeah. won the won the women's 44K and okay. 21K or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mate that did it, I had a mate that did it a couple of years ago, and I kept seeing on his Strava feed, you know, Friday night run, Saturday morning run, Saturday night run. I'm like, mm. what is this guy doing? Yeah. And he told me about this Tassie Trail Fest, and you do all these races, and if you can do them all back to back, you know, that's the biggest thing, you know. Yeah. Um, like the idea of that, and, and so. they give you the prize of a gigantic egg and a gigantic spoon. It's a fantastic trophy. <laughs> you just burst the bubble. I would like to go down there and do that. Yeah, it'd be good fun. Yeah, yeah. with my egg and spoon. I yeah, think, I'll I take my egg and spoon too. Yeah, no, no, I think it's a good. <laughs> is, so that's in March, is it? I think it, maybe late Feb. Yeah, and then Tarawira. Mm. When's that? That's Feb, March. Feb, yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't mind doing something like, you know, yeah. doing that race. Yeah. yeah. It's not far to go, is it? I reckon that'd no. be similar to that Surf Coast Century in the pace you'd be running at sort of yeah. stuff. Like, it looks pretty quick for 100. Pretty low elevation I think so. profile, is it? Yeah. Okay. I think so. So, yeah, six foot's great. I'll definitely get back there one day so that I can get finish buckle. on a good note. What's the buckle? Six. six. Five. Six. Six. Yeah, maybe one day. How many are you done? Four. Three. Three. Yeah. But this year was horrible. What was it? It's a bit humid, wasn't it? Um, because, uh, and this is where I got, it was all in my control. Mm. Just got my pacing completely wrong. Went out too hard. Oh, the Hadfield special. I, I remember running along Both with this, with this guy. And um, yes, met him when, we're, when I was out there. He's from the Central Coast. And we were running along and I said, yeah. We just got to be mindful not to go out too hard, hey? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I looked down and we're like doing three minutes 40 or something. Mm. It's like, dude, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then I got to the river and I'm like, I'm really not feeling as fresh as I should. Yeah. And then started the climb and, you know, I did a training run with yourself, Hattie, and I ran that hole mm. up, to, up the pluvy yeah. without stopping. And I didn't expect to do the whole pluvy, but mm. I expected to get a lot further than what I did before my legs went, hey, pull the pin because okay. we're, we're cooked here. And then... Maddie, you came up behind me, and I was in a screaming heap. Then I'm, yeah, glad, you I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to yeah. bring that up. Did oh, you do a little bum tap on the way past, or no? I I think you didn't even acknowledge me. Maddie. Nothing. You're just like That's who not are true. you? There was some acknowledgement. <laughs> no, you did. You gave me some love on the way past, and then you were gone as quick as you came. Yeah. And I was dry reaching on the side of the course, and I fed him. Yeah, I was in all that sorts. cruel. Yeah. Wow. That's but it was all self inflicted, and it was perfect timing. To yeah. be honest. Um, because it taught me that pacing means a hell of a lot at the start of a race and what might buy you a couple of minutes at the start of a race if you push it hard is going to really come back to bite you if you're pushing too hard. Um, and that's why I went back I went and did solitary. I signed up for solitary sort of straight after mm. that so that I could 
just ease into solitary. Yeah. And then Exercise sort of try the, the demons. Yeah. And sort nice. of try the tactic of just ease into it and, and sort of save a bit. Um, and then, you know, I finished fourth in solitary. So that mm. worked and gave me a lot of confidence. And then UTA this year, I did the same thing. You know, I, I deliberately went out slower than I did last year. Yeah. Because last year in UTA, I felt I had a pretty ordinary race. I felt pretty bad last year in UTA. Um, and I, you know, I put it down to going out too hard as well. Mm-hmm. And this year, I felt like I was going a heap slower, but I got to checkpoint one only a minute and a half slower than last year. And that makes a difference. A made a, a huge half. difference. And then I pushed all the way along narrow neck, um, in control and running at the pace I thought I should be. Yeah. Whereas last year I was running along um, narrow neck and people were passing me and I couldn't go any faster. Really? Yeah. And I was like pushing shit uphill that early in the race. Yeah. And the rest of the day was just a battle mentally and physically. Yeah, right. This year, that was the difference. Okay. I think. That's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll take, take that. I'll take that on board. <laughs> take <laughs> and he'll forget that as soon as he starts a race. <laughs> it's a white line fever. It's a oh, strong it fever. It is. Yeah, a lot of people get it. Mm. But yeah, as I say, um, that, that six foot couldn't have come at a better time because mm. it set me up for some really important learnings that I applied to um, solitary and then into UTA. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yeah, very good. It's mm. good. Very good. I've got a, I've got a UTA related question about that. It's a listener question. Mm. Um, it's from Andy Oppo actually. He seems to send a fair few questions through. So he says the uh, the 2017 Ultra Trail 100 course was modified due to inclement weather. So you're in a unique position to be able to settle a bet for me. So even though there was a thousand meters less elevation, can you confirm that the 2017 version was the toughest in the history of the race? Shit, no. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no way. It's heaps easier. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that's the only time Oppo's done it, so you oh, is it? have to come back. <laughs> to come back, Oppo? Good question, mate. You've taken the easy option, mate. You've done the easy course. Thanks for jumping <laughs> on. Thanks for the question, Andy. <laughs> did, you got, have, did you have any other listening I've questions? I've got one more, actually. Yeah. This, is, um, this is from Johnny Mack, Johnny McGuinness. So I need some help deciding on my winning race strategy for the Royal Double Ultra. So how fast do you plan on running on day one? And do you tend to leave anything in the tank for the home straight? So it sounds like Johnny's looking, looking... Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's specific for you. I, I guess Johnny's trying to do a stick and kick kind mm. of situation where he gets you at the finish line. I always finish strong. You finish strong? Yeah. So he, sounds like you should go it hard. It doesn't matter if I've got any left in the tank, I always finish strong. Yeah, okay. I just bury myself. Yeah. Um, I think Johnny's only doing two laps a day one. But he'd be happy oh, to... He's obviously got some high ambition. Yeah, he's yeah. asking some I, big questions. I think he'd be happy to stick and kick for the first K. If he can, <laughs> if he can stay with you for the first K, I think he'd be super stoked. <laughs> I'll just put it out there. I'm not planning to race very hard on that day. No, we But who knows what happens when the gun yeah, is right. The white line fever might get yeah. the better of me and off I go. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, so you, you put together our uh, new logo for Running Matters podcast. So mm. thanks, Scotty. You're probably the most creative... Um, yeah, uh, interviewee we've had, I guess. I don't think the rest of them could create their way out of a paper bag, but, <laughs> yeah. but Scotty's impressive. So, um, Thanks, mate. Yeah, so uh, how does that play into your, your running? Do you get your ideas when you're out on the trail? Do you sort of 
you know, do you, the creative juices flow while you're out there doing the long run or what? Oh, mate, <clears throat> I do a lot of thinking on the trails. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm thinking about work and, and um, you know, solving a creative problem. Yeah. Um, you Eureka moment out there. But uh, I don't definitely, I definitely don't reserve my creative thinking for on the trails because I like to just you know let it go yeah let it go and be away from work Mm. um but yeah sometimes i can't help it and i I do sort of think out there about you know whatever job i'm working on yep i I follow your instagram is it an elbow or handle call whatever you like yeah elbow okay yeah we used to think it was an elbow Mm. before we knew was it Um, a moving part (laughs) Yeah, it's called This Day is Awesome. So, ah, yeah, so what was the inspiration idea. behind this one? <clears throat> uh, that's just another creative outlet okay. of mine. So, purely black and white photography. Okay. Um, Some just, good shots. Yeah, just seeing the world through a black and white lens. Yeah. Um, and I did it, and I set it up uh, a couple of years ago just before I went to America because I thought it would be a nice opportunity to to capture some some shots over there and turn them into black and white stills. Um, and the, this and day just is continue. awesome. Like, was the inspiration of that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, a bit of a funny story behind. So, this day is essentially um, the idea behind this day, hmm. and the reason I don't have this day is because it was taken. So, this day is awesome became the the handle. But this day is is what it's essentially called. Yeah. Um, and it was all about um, capturing a moment. This day, this point in time. Hmm. Um, and you know, uh, sort of freezing that moment and, yeah. and moving on, and every day doing that. So that's what it started as. And the the, the funny part of that is that um, my eldest Channing, he um, he used to say this day um, instead of today. Hmm. So he'd get up and go, um, what do you say? He'd say, "This we day go to the park. This, this day. day we go to the park, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This day we do this, Dad." And nice. so it was it was quite a, an endearment. Sort of a term of endearment um, and a nod to him. That's cool. Um, yeah. So sort of enjoy the moment and enjoy this day. Yeah. Live in the now, man. Live in the now. I like Essentially. it. Essentially. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it, Channing. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, some great shots. So <coughs> Thanks, mate. If people want to go and have a look, this day is awesome on Instagram. Yeah. After they sign up to Running Matters podcast. Yeah, course, absolutely. But, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a hidden one that this day is awesome and it's, yeah, some people... Find it. Well, they should all like it. We'll dig it Come up. Come on. We'll dig it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we talk should we talk food a little bit? Have you talked enough food? Now we can talk more food. What's your uh, your, your day-to-day nutrition like? You, you're an everything guy? You're a some things guy? No, I'm an everything in moderation guy. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but I eat fairly healthy in yep. general. Yep. Um, I eat a hell of a lot. Yeah, well... And I tend to eat all day, and my workmates can test to test and fire for that, because mm. um, I'm constantly getting up and having you know a bowl of cereal or some toast or yeah. avocado toast or something. So a big carb guy then, by the sound of things. Yeah, mm. I do eat a lot of carbs. Good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about Zulu? No carbs. Yeah, but he's not running ten thirty for a hundred k. So. No. It's not relevant. He needs carbs. Yeah. He's going to do that. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Tune in. Yeah. Come on, Zulu. But yeah, so I eat a, a pretty balanced diet. You know, I eggs for breakfast when I can, but mm-hmm. sometimes I don't feel like it, so I'll have a bowl of cereal or yep. um, 
you know, some, some oats or, um, yeah, avocado toast or something like that. We haven't, you rip into the food chain, just chickens, smash steak. it. Smash, Smash it up. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah, um, yeah I, d- I don't mind. I don't Sausage. mind a bit of meat. Yeah, 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 definitely. I don't think I could take meat out of my diet altogether. But I'm not averse to a vegetarian option. Yeah. Um, had falafel wraps for lunch today, yeah. which is actually probably for three or four days of the, of the week, I'll have a falafel wrap or a falafel bowl. So nice. rice and falafels and um, spinach, so hummus meat, avocado. So getting rid of the meat. Mm. Sounds good. But I'll have meat in most dinners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Reducing it lunch. No, I wouldn't. I would say I'm reducing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not in there twice a day. Reducing so. it lunch time. Yeah. 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 Love a bit of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much everything. Have a beer or two. Yeah, good. Good. Good balance. Everything in moderation. Well, if you're banging out 100 k's a week, you can get away with good moderation. That's why I still run. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the greatest reason to run this distance. Want. It is. Yeah. Eat what you want. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Do you, do you ever put a self-imposed booze ban on before a big race? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah? Um, to get it out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I've, I, in the past, I've done like six weeks. Okay. Yeah. Um, six weeks isn't too bad. Really? I was expecting that. Right. That was tough. <laughs> See, I agree with you. Yeah. That was tough. You guys. Six weeks. <laughs> I was expecting something huge. And, oh, yeah, no, I, I thought that was huge. Yeah. I, I don't think it is, but yeah, I, that's is. why I don't do it at all. Yeah, much bigger than anything we've ever tried to do. <laughs> but these days, I might. Um, I'll just back off for the for the you know, you two or three weeks. Cold. Yeah, I won't have turkey. any binge sessions. I'll have a beer or two. Yeah. You know, every now and then. Yeah. Two Maybe a Friday night. Like two a, the night before the race. Two, a couple of night before, a couple of stouts. Do you? <laughs> no shit, no. <laughs> I would have been so I'll impressed. Have, I'll have a few afterwards, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah can you have a beer after 100 k's? Um, I've had a beer straight away afterwards. Yeah. And I nearly threw up. Yeah. Yeah, that was no good. That was a couple of years ago. One of my mates um, came up and said, here's a beer, mate. Congratulations. That was, uh, it didn't go down well. Yeah, I was sick. Never does. I, I, I had sick, to sit down yeah. and I was getting dizzy. And, it's the only you know, time it doesn't fatigue get does and, mm. yeah, It's no good. It's the body telling you you need more rest before drinking that yeah. special product. That was the best thing to come out of that dietitian episode is just just wait, mm. you know? Wait longer. Just relax. You probably look good. Yeah, that's right. Don't try to muscle it down on the finish line. It'll it's, adapt. Yeah. It's, nice, right. it's a nice feeling to have a beer. It's, it's, a, good, it's a nice in your head. thought. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I used to play footy, you'd often sit in the change room and have a beer straight after a game, and it's just a nice thing to do. Mm. But, shit, after you put your body through 100 Ks... No. And you've still got caffeine and all sorts of nutrition running through your body. Mm. But beer's not the best thing. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed, mate. Yeah. Anyway, we'll just give it a bit more time out at Surf Coast Century and then get stuck into the filters. Yeah. We should, um, we should look at going to Tassie down in, in February. I think it's right at the end of the school holidays. Is that right? Is oh, it like the last week of school holidays? That, I would, I'd like to do that Tassie Trail Fest. I'd like to go down. We should... Should look at doing that. Yeah, a Nord tour. Egan Spoon race. No. It's just, look, I don't know anything about it, to be honest. <laughs> that means it's an Egan Spoon. We don't yeah. know anything about it. It's an Egan Must Spoon. Must be. Yeah. 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 Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. It's a beautiful right. thing. So what, what's next on the agenda for you then, mate? You've um, got the Royal Double Ultra day one. Yeah, you bet. End of, end of this month and then... Training hard for it. Yeah. And then what's happening? Uh, look, mate, I, I don't know. I haven't set anything in haven't concrete up yet. for anything? No. no. Um, no. Rafferty's is uh, potential. Yeah. 
36k. Uh, I did that last year and it was a, a cracking race. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, tougher than I thought. Um, so that that's a maybe. Cool. And then later in the year, look, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of doing a hundred miler. Yeah. Um, it's been in the back of the mind for the last couple of years. Uh, I'm still not sure whether this is going to be the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't know if I can commit to the amount of training on top of what I am capable of doing for a hundred k. Do Do you think you'd have to do more, or do you think, think your head would get mileage. through it? I I've absolutely no doubt I'd get through it. Yeah. But I'm the type of person that if I'm going to put myself in that situation of doing a, a race that I'm I've been training hard for. Yeah. I want to do it properly. Tick all the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. I want and, to be competitive. And you, you think to tick all those boxes, you need to do more mileage? I think I need to miles. do more mileage. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that, um, you know, 115Ks, which is probably my biggest ever week, mm-hmm. maybe 120. Not enough. It's probably not enough to do a miler. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we well, have made too many mistakes along the way, so, yeah, I believe you. Yeah, that's just that's just what I'm guessing. But um, yeah. if I don't do that, then I'll... I'll Hope to do Great Ocean Walk this year. Okay. Which is Great not a walk, race. it's a run. That's right. It's the worst <laughs> named race. It should be the GOR 100. I won't do it just because it's got walk in the name. Exactly. People might mistake it. <laughs> just call it Gow. My, my one piece of advice <clears throat> for that one is to do like a few push ups a day so you get a slightly larger chest before ah, the finish line, just right. in case okay. you're right next to someone else and you can just chest them at the line. Um, is that what your way of saying I have no chest muscles? No, it's the way of saying that I broke into the top ten by doing lots of push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chesting it, mate. Chested hammo. Yeah. Sucker came 11th. It's amazing that he turned up. Yeah. How many push-ups a day do you reckon I need to do? Mate, I think working with your frame, you'd have to do a few. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the blows just keep coming. I used to have a bit of muscle on this frame. Yeah, that was a football. The but... AFL background, you would add some strength, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, nah, it's, just, it's useless kilos. Don't do it. Don't listen to me. You look good, though. For some Thanks, man. <laughs> when you pop the bonnet into a rock climbing, that's, <clears throat> I mean, I, I believe that's a good, you know, yeah. cross training. <laughs> Mate, I went for a climb with Cousin Benny last night. Yeah. Yeah. Good cross training. We dominated. Yeah. Didn't take the shirts off, though. No. No. That's good. No, it's cold. Yeah, that's good. So these, these races that you're talking about, do you, does anyone ever, I guess, you know, you came, came six in off to Trail Australia. It's a pretty prestigious, you know, event and a, and a great position in that event. Do, do any races court you to come in and, like, you know, do they want you at their race or what's the story there? Mate, I'm Scott Richmond from Bangor. Yeah? No. No? The answer's no. Okay. No, I'm, um, I just go about my business. Yeah. Um, Where do we dump this podcast? Okay. <laughs> get ready. Just get your phone on silent, mate. It's going to well, ring Well, the, the Royal Double Ultra specifically invited mm. Scott to come along. Yeah. So we tracked you down and made sure that you. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah. Why I appreciate you, that. Why yeah. are you only doing one day? Like, why? I thought you're more than a 50% guy. Yeah, look, I am. I'll give 100% to that 50% of the race, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the Sunday morning is um, it's AFL. So um, I coach um, I coach my eldest, Channing, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Auskick, yeah. and I've missed a couple of games this year for races, and yeah, it's time to give back a bit. Okay. So, no. sorry, boys. That's I'll actually, no, no, my no. plan is to, to coach and then come along and, 
and probably bring Channing and the boys and just watch. Yeah. You know, help out one that's of the checkpoints or something. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I won't want get there to run. Let your hair down at the after party on Saturday as well. And this is very true. Have a few filters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm using Channing's Oscar as an excuse. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. To let my head out. Yeah. 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 No. We'll keep you to that. <laughs> are, they, are they dominating Hamo's kids' team? Uh, Cronulla. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah. Good. Mate, my boys are well drilled. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, maybe races aren't, you know, jumping down the line, but what about sponsors? Like, have you, you pushed that barrow? Uh, mate, no. No? No. Mate, I, yeah, I wouldn't know how to go and get a sponsor. Really? Um, do you have to knock on their door, do you? I, I don't know that they have bricks and mortar anymore. Mm. I think the internet might have put part oh, of that. But knock uh, on their yeah, metaphoric door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, if someone wants to sponsor me, I'm happy to, to take a sponsorship. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's not, you know, running's not about that for me. No, no, no. If someone is but happy to help, sponsor right? me, it would certainly help. Yeah. Um, and run a la um, local running shop. Mm-hmm. They do look after me. They're fantastic. And that's where I buy all my gear, yep. um, support them because they've always supported me since day dot, actually. Mm. Um, Did you knock down their door? Uh, no. Or did they approach you? No, no. Well, no, it was never really – no one approached anyone. It was just we formed a, a friendship or yep. a relationship because I was in there buying stuff all the time. Yeah. And then Sean um, started helping me out a bit more, um, you know, with shoes and, and – um, yeah, they're not a sponsor as such, but they, you know, they look after me, yeah, and yeah. I look after them. That's a sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or yeah. A, partner. a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You partner with him. Sean, Sean Tindale. Yeah, we should get him on. Well, he's a good man. You should say that. I think we'll see him in in two episodes. Two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good man. He looks after a lot of local athletes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Great shop, Ranala. We should plug them again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Like, yeah, I, I, it's it's funny at that level, you know, you, you're right up there in the trail running scene to, to not have a couple of sponsors. Like, I think it, it's it's a distinct possibility that if you if you push a little bit, that they would say yes, you know what I mean? Like, so. Maybe you can help me craft an email. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I reckon. Start with beer companies. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feel- that's the kind of sponsor I'd... Be very interested. The filter stable. Mm. <laughs> the filter stable. I like it. Yeah, 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 I like it a lot. That'd okay. be interesting. What do you think of the uh, the stout? The, oh, the I do Caribbean. like the stout. We're onto the just for the listeners, just so you know, we're onto the uh, stout now. Filter Caribbean stout, and it's a beauty. What is it? About a thousand percent alcohol. <laughs> don't look at it. Jeez. <laughs> That's why I said we'll we'll leave it home, mate. You, you don't. You know. It's very very tasty. It is good. Mm. It is good. Yeah. Once it hits your lips. Yeah, that's right. No stranger to a good stout yeah. in the winter months. That's why I've taken tomorrow off. What's tomorrow? Thursday. And Mate, you don't work anyway. <laughs> you're talking about. It's true. <laughs> so, Scotty, what's your potential? You're going back to UTA. You ran 10.26 this year. Is there, can, you, can you take time off that? There's always time to be taken off, Matty. <clears throat> where and how I'm yet to figure that out um, but yeah I reckon there's there's time to be taken off um, it's, it's getting pretty slim up mm. there in terms of where I can take it off but um, uh, a fellow that came came fourth this year 
um, passed me just after Dumphy's like I was standing still. And he did the exact same thing in the exact same spot last year mm. um, and then put half an hour on me, wow. something like that. So um, flat, flat speed stuff or? No, I think there's a few sections that I need to get through quicker. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Iron Pot. <clears throat> so coming out of Dumphy's, mm. you know, I'm obviously moving a bit slower in through that section because yep. I've got someone picking me up behind. So need to figure out how to to hit that a bit quicker. Um, and I don't run out of Jamison Valley. I don't run up Sublime Point mm-hmm. much. There's a lot of power hiking. Um, so, you know, maybe there's some, some more hill work that I need to do to try and pick up some time through there. Okay. So it's good. Something to work towards. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. There's always gains to be made. Yeah. Yep. I reckon there's more in me. What about from a uh, like a weight point of view? Do you reckon you know you're at the optimum weight right now, or do you reckon there's you know you can lose two kilos and be some percent better, or what do you think you sit there? I ran this year at sixty five and a half kilos. Fuck a duck, really. And I don't think I want to be much lighter than that. No, no. Um, and that wasn't intentional. Mm. That was just. That's just you know. A byproduct of training so hard. Yeah, and the lightest you've been. That's the lightest I've ever been. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As an adult, mm. um, as a fully formed adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a fully grown person, but I'm probably not. <laughs> but I played footy at like seventy four kilos. Okay, and I wasn't fat. Mm. You know, I was fit. I mean, I had a chest on you, clearly. I had a chest. Yeah, <laughs> and a bicep or two. Um. So, yeah, I don't really want to lose much more weight than that. No. Um, and it's not, as I say, it's not from trying. It's just, and I eat like a horse, mm. like I eat a shitload of food. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just from training Yep. hard over the years. Okay. So there's no gains to be made there? Don't think so. No? No. Okay. EPO is the answer then, huh? Perfect. Currently looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ferrari, he's got to listen to a question. We should talk to him. Mm. He'd be a good interview, I reckon. Mm. I, I, I'd struggle not to call him Michelle, though. Michelle Ferrari. McKaylee Ferrari. Mm. Hey, I, me. I digress. Cycling, drug, oh, chemist guy. Okay. Yep, yep. Lance Armstrong's doctor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Getting cynical in our old age. Mm. All right, I think we wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. And um, so... Thanks for coming in and chatting to us. It's been very beneficial. I'm sure the listeners will get a lot out of it. Cool. So, um, I reckon we'll get a lot out of it for <coughs> Surf Coast Century. Yeah. I feel I, like I'm ready. I've been taking notes as I've, as I've gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see you out in the trails, but at the very least in two weeks, we'll see you at the Royal Double Ultra. Two weeks? Yeah. Shit. Two weeks, yeah. Better get some more training in. Yeah. Now, thanks for having me, fellas. I really appreciate it. No worries, mate. Good it's been stuff. Nice. See you soon. Cheers, guys. See ya. Mm-hmm.